Good morning, Nancy. My name is Gracie. And I'm Abby. And it's time for a coffee break. Ah, women. Women, 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 women. (laughs) For you young fellows, fresh on the cusp of a blooming manhood, the questions abound. What are women like? What do women want? How should I treat a woman? Perhaps the thorniest problem facing any young man is finding a woman in the first place. It turns out to be nearly impossible. Hey guys, so that was a clip from the television show... Mystery Science Theater 3000. And I felt like it fit the theme for this coffee break, which is called, Where Are All the Women? (laughs) Why are we even asking this question? (laughs) (laughs) So guys, um, Abby is going to tell us a little bit about a video that sort of ignited the spark for us to have this conversation. So take it away, Abby. Yeah. So I was watching a bunch of YouTube videos and um, I watch a lot of stuff from Looper because they always talk about like upcoming movies and stuff for the year. And there was a list that somebody compiled of upcoming horror movies in 2019. And I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm sure there are some awesome women directors that we can look forward to seeing things from. But I was wrong, apparently, because this whole list was a compilation of movies that were written and directed by white men. There were... (laughs) Except for Jordan Peele. Right. Jordan Peele and Guillermo del Toro were the only, like, non white regular guys <laughs> that were mentioned yeah. yeah so um it was kind of upsetting and i was like where the frick are all the women <laughs> like what the even heck so i text gracie right away and i was like you gotta watch this this is ridiculous so we like threw a fit over it <laughs> yeah and like even the movies that they mentioned were I mean, some of them were interesting and and some of them I do want to see. But a lot of them I was like, why do we care about this? Yeah, like like, the only one that I was super excited for was the Crooked Man movie. The Crooked Man was one. Yeah. And then uh, and and then Jordan Peele's was the other one. And I was like, okay, so what are the I don't I yeah. I felt the same way. So after Abby told me that, I did a little bit of research on where are all the women. (laughs) And apparently, uh, CNN uh, had an article in January of 2017. And the article talks about how female directors in general are becoming rare. So I've attached the article in the show notes. So if you guys are interested, please check it out. But they mention a research essay out of... San Diego State University called The Celluloid Ceiling, Behind the Scenes Employment of Women in the Top 100, 250, and 500 Films of 2016. And the essay is by Martha M. Lausen. And this essay is incredible because it finds out that every year there's a dip. It's a small dip, but there's a dip in uh, women directors like they sort of start That's disappearing nuts. every year yeah there's already a small percentage of women filmmakers already so it's incredibly disheartening to see yeah 
So um, a lot of people are asking, like, why is this happening? Like, why are we losing in a time of wokeness, in a time where uh, women are trying to fight for their, uh, you know, their basic e- equality in the media? Uh, why are we losing all of these female directors every year? And there's a quote by Kate Rees Davies, who is a filmmaker and a member of the Alliance of Women Directors. And she said, quote, we have a slew of men who have never directed anything being handed 150 to 200 million budgeted movies. The Hollywood system is, I am a white male in my 50s or 60s who has a phenomenal career and now I'm going to mentor a younger me. You know, if you think of all of the, you know, horror directors from the 70s and 80s, a lot of them are white men. Yeah. And, you know, if if we want to think of horror in general, it's like, listen, here's a really good example. If you watch that Looper video, you can see that. um, Oh, yeah. He's the son of. Of John Landis, who directed. An American Werewolf in London. And, you know, it's uh, his son. And he's just sort of, he gave his son his blessing to do the remake of his own movie. <sighs> Instead of maybe- I wish you could hear that eye roll. Like, I'm sure you could probably hear that <laughs> eye roll, actually. But that just, to me, is sort of an example of, okay, he has every right to make a film because everyone has a right to make a film, but we could have maybe hired somebody else to to, who might have a different perspective of the story if they were going to remake it like I just feel like it's sort of weird to have your son remake your own movie I just I don't know I'm not really a fan of that idea side note why even remake it because we both agree that it doesn't need to be remade (laughs) like for real it doesn't yeah you're right so yeah that's a problem uh so Reese Davies said that she sees glimmers of hope in partnering with people like American Horror Story creator Ryan Murphy, who founded the Half Foundation to mentor women, people of color, and or members of the LGBTQ community in the TV industry. Yeah. So, you know, there there is a glimmer of hope. And, mm-hmm. you know, Ryan Murphy, I, I believe he's, he's a gay man. Mm-hmm. And so just him being involved in American Horror Story is huge for diversity. Yeah. And it's just awesome. So the fact that he is founding this is amazing. And I'm really excited about that. Well, and he brings a different perspective to it, which is really refreshing. And you see it a lot in American Horror Story. Obviously, he puts his touches here and there. And... That's something that maybe a straight white man would have never thought of, you know, so. It's wonderful. Yeah. So, um, Abby, tell us a little bit about how when we were at Freddy Fest not too long ago, uh, we spoke to Clue Gulliger, who had some really interesting things to say about female directors. Yeah. And you guys might recall this from the episode that we um, recorded a little, like Gracie said, a little while ago about Freddy Fest. He basically took us aside and said, you know, it's really great to see females who are interested in horror and, you know, who can contribute to the horror genre in the way that you are. And he basically just told us, like, look, one of my not just horror directors, but one of my favorite directors in general is a woman. And I feel like basically I'm paraphrasing here, but he said that. 
women directors bring something to the table that men maybe don't see or like can't really express in the way that women do. So that was really encouraging for us. And I think that we need more icons like Clue Gulliger out there who are encouraging women because that's a huge part of it as well. If women don't feel welcome in the community, then it's just going to make it harder. Not saying that we can't forge our own path or that women in general can't forge their own path, but that's a huge part of it is like the acceptance of women in that community. There needs to be more of it. There needs to be more of it everywhere across the board, but obviously we're speaking about this one topic. Um, But I mean, you have all of these other actors and directors and producers who are being exposed for sexual assault also. And I'm sure that that crosses women's mind a lot in the film industry that, oh, this might be something that I have to watch out for or this might be a risky situation. Like maybe that's a big part of it too is that women don't, really want to put themselves in that situation and it's not their fault obviously it's the perpetrator's fault but that must cross their minds I mean well yeah you want to protect yourself right and if you if you feel in danger in in this environment you're not going to put yourself there right and I need we really need to focus on not just cisgender women who are white but like women of color uh women who are transgender Mm -hmm. I mean like we've been reviewing uh with our new Bechtel test and it sort of like makes me open my eyes to like what we're not seeing in horror films that we love so, yeah, so I th- like I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's really good to critique the genre that you're really into or really love and to see what's wrong with it and to call it out. It doesn't mean you you don't have to like it or love it still, but it's really good to find its flaws and to hopefully make a difference and become aware of its flaws. Yeah, because I think that's the first step in normalizing it, you know, mm-hmm. is yeah. just being aware of it and making sure that... <laughs> You're inclusive of everyone, honestly. Good Morning Nancy is proudly sponsored by Recess Coffee. We wouldn't be able to create such great content without being fueled by their magical beans. And the great part is, is that each batch of coffee is locally, artisanally roasted, and it comes from fair trade farmers. Gracie, what's your favorite blend? Oh my gosh. Okay, so my favorite blend is the Westcott blend. It has African and Indonesian beans mixed to create a clean, rich, and full-bodied cup of coffee. Mm. It has a rich floral vanilla aroma with a sugared almond flavor and a lemon finish. Yum! Ooh, delicious. My favorite is the Austin's blend. It's a unique blend of African, Indonesian, and Central American beans roasted to create a characteristically rich, dark, and smoky cup. It has a bold roasted nut aroma with chocolate flavors and a smooth, fruity finish. The coffee is seriously so good. I don't even have to put any cream or sugar in it. I just drink it black like my soul. (laughs) (laughs) So guys, head on over to RecessCoffee.com to order yours today. Or if you're a Syracuse local, stop by either shop at 110 Harvard Place or 110 Montgomery Street. So drink coffee, shoot lightning. Now back to the show. Okay, so because 
Looper didn't mention any of these films. Looper. That are coming out. <laughs> Listen, we love Looper, but we need to let people know about films that actually do sound interesting that are coming out. <laughs> yes. That are directed by women. So, you guys, for this coffee break, we are going to let you know about some films that are directed by women. Yes. So, here we go. So, one of them is called We Have Always Lived in the Castle, and it's going to be coming out in 2018, this year, and it is going to be directed by Stacey Passan, and she is a lesbian filmmaker. Nice. Yes. And it's likely going to be theatrical. It's the film adaptation of the 1962 novel by Shirley Jackson, and this is actually a novel that I read every October. It's amazing. Oh, that's why I know the title. I'm like, why does this ring a bell? Yes, okay. it's one of my favorite books. I'm super excited. So uh, it's going to star Alexandra Daddario, Sebastian Stan, Crispin Glover, and Tysa Farmiga. Oh my God. It's going to be great. Yes. I'm freaking excited about I'm it. I'm so pumped. <laughs> yeah. So there's one, uh, Breed, uh, which is coming out supposedly this year, and it's going to be directed by Karen Kusama, who is half Japanese. And it's going to be theatrical, and it's based on the novel novel by Chase Novak. And it's about a wealthy couple who travel to a fertility clinic in Eastern Europe in a last-ditch attempt to have children. Ooh. Yes. And then Karen Kusama is also going to be doing a film called Destroyer, which also might come out this year, and it's going to be theatrical. And the movie tells the story of an LAPD detective who comes face-to-face with a dangerous gang member from her past. Ooh. Another film coming out in the very near future is called Riot Girls, and it's directed by Jovanka Vakovic. And not quite sure what the format is going to be, like if it's going to be theatrical or not, but I do want to talk a little bit about this director. She also directed The Box from the horror anthology film XX. Oh, wow. And that was my favorite one out of all of those. Yes. So I'm super excited about this film. Uh, Okay, this is in uh, Yovanka's own words. Uh, Riot Girls isn't a simple post-apocalyptic tale, a violent survivalist horror story, or a queer romance. Or a kid's adventure film. It's all of these things blended beautifully together. Amazing. I can't wait. It sounds so great. Okay, so another movie coming out in 2019 is called The Turning. And it's going to be directed by Floria Sigismundi. She's an Italian director. And it's going to be theatrical. And this movie, The Turning, is about a haunted house loosely based on the gothic novella the Turn of the Screw, which is a great Ooh. book. <gasps> yes. And Charlie Says, which is coming out in 2019, and it's going to be directed by Mary Heron. And it's uh, going to be theatrical. And uh, Mary Heron is the American Psycho director. Nice. Yes. And so she's coming out with a film called Charlie Says, and it's about the crimes of Charles Manson. And his followers. Oh my God, I'm crying. Another <laughs> film coming out uh, this August, actually, is The Nightingale. And that's going to be directed by Jennifer Kent. Yes. And she's the director of The Babadook. Uh, another film by Jennifer Yu Nelson, who is a South Korean American immigrant. 
She is making a movie called The Darkest Minds, and the film is set in a futuristic universe where a disease has killed off about 98% of the children in the United States, and the surviving 2% are left with supernatural powers. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Alrighty then. The Soska sisters, yes. who are two of our favorites, they are directing a remake of David Cronenberg's picture of the same name, Rabid. Yes. Yeah. And oh, this, man. It's going to be so freaking good. Uh, so Rabid tells the tragic story of a young girl named Rose who requires emergency plastic surgery when her boyfriend's motorcycle crashes. Uh, but she has to pay the price when, um, after her surgery, she starts to lust for human blood. Oh, dear. It's going to be so good. I'm excited. Yeah. So, you guys, those are some pretty freaking fantastic films directed by women that are going to be coming out either this year in 2018 or in 2019. So, mm-hmm. there you go. Keep an eye out for all of these new genre movies. Uh, follow all of these directors, uh, all of these women on Twitter and Facebook so you don't miss out on these films. And, of course, the only way we're going to get more diverse directors in horror is if we spend the time and money to see these movies. True story. We can just talk and talk and talk about it all day, but if we don't go and see these movies or rent these movies, all this talk doesn't matter. Yeah, you have to support them. And if you're a filmmaker, let us know because we want to hear from you and we want to hear about what you're doing. Yes, absolutely. Like if you are a female filmmaker, uh, please get a hold of us. We would love to hear about what you're doing, and we could even do a review of your film if it's already been made. That would be amazing. Yes. Okay, guys, so enjoy all these films. When you do see these films, let us know what you think, and hopefully we'll be able to do reviews of these as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, We'd like to take a moment before we end the show to thank our Lori Strode and Ellen Ripley patrons. We have James, Jarvis, Shauna, Stacy, Lucy, Chris, Jill, Julie, and Valerie. Going strong. You guys. They're the best. You're too much. If you'd <laughs> like to help us and support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com slash goodmorningnancy. And if you would like to help us in other ways, you can follow us on Twitter at goodmorningnan, Facebook at goodmorningnancy, and Instagram at goodmorningnancypodcast. Go ahead and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts as well. It takes literally just a couple seconds, but it means the world to us and it helps us out immensely. Yeah, and if you don't use Apple Podcasts, whatever you use to listen to podcasts, give us a review on that. It's super helpful. You guys don't even know. We'll see you next time and have a great morning. Bye!